Ladies and gentlemen, the Adult Baby Show. Hey everybody, welcome to the Adult Babies Podcast, episode 217 IMB. I'm Chick. And we got a guest tonight, a very special guest. A guest whose sticker is already on our board here. Is that? Yeah. I never realized that. Big Chuckles production. That's it. Renee Fuentes. Yo, yo, what's going on, what's guys? What's up, man? Yo, thanks for having me. Thanks for finally being on. I was going to say, I'm glad to finally have you because I feel like I've been asking B to have you on for a while now. Yeah, oh, he puts it all on me. No, no, but I've never been asked. <laughs> <laughs> no, we always have a group of... Co- we're, we're like, oh, Renee's got to come on and we'll do it as we're recording. Yeah. And then, you know, you forget. So. Yeah, no, I understand. But, yeah, it's good to have you on. Thank you. And uh, I'm not really uh, local these days anymore. Yeah, I know. You're in Brooklyn now. Yeah. Well, that BK. also makes it harder, but yeah, I'm glad yeah. we finally were able to nail you down. Was it hard for you to get out here tonight? Uh, not so much, no, because I was out here for work, and then I uh, was, uh, you around. know. Around? I'm around, yeah. All right, good. Good. How's Brooklyn? I love Brooklyn. I actually enjoy it a lot. What I part of Brooklyn? I live in Flatbush. I live right next to Prospect Park. Is that oh. near where I in Bushwick? I'm no, trying to think. Bushwick and Flatbush are like two different. Total opposite yeah. ends. Yeah. Not opposite ends, but it's like a half hour away. Okay. Yeah, right. yeah. It's a little bit of a... Wait, yeah, you used to work over... No, I went to that uh, oh, that you, show you, in oh. that area, that hipster area. That's right. And I wasn't sure if that's where you are in, in, in Brooklyn. But I don't know, like, I was born in Brooklyn. I moved out to Long Island when I was like five. I don't know. Really, I know Queens better than I know Brooklyn. Yeah. As far as, like, towns-wise. I love Brooklyn. It's just a beautiful yeah. place to be at. I feel like I'm, like, I'm happier over there when I'm when I'm there. And then, like, I feel like I'm healthier over there, too. Mm-hmm. Like, when I'm in Long Island, I can sleep till, like, 2 p.m. But when I'm in Brooklyn, I have to wake up at, like, 9 o'clock. You're up like, ready doing stuff. Yeah, because I just moved my car. So yeah. <laughs> for uh, the opposite side <laughs> parking thing, you ever you ever dealt oh, that? Oh, that's gotta be annoying. I fucking that hate would, that. That would be the one thing. I honestly budget my I like I do when I do like my monthly budgeting or whatever like that. I just I write in like expecting to get tickets. Yeah. Because uh, you I got it sometimes if you know what's gonna happen at least once. No, sometimes it's just like yo, I can take this sixty dollar ticket right now. Like, I can, <laughs> I'm doing okay. Like Dude, I can, there is <laughs> there is times when it's it's like that where it's like I'll take the ticket. I'm not. Getting out of bed. I'll, Will they ever tell you? No, nah, I mean I think that's just only if you uh, accumulate like a, like a lot of tickets. If they see like the tickets, you know, I have up. the app that you can pay the tickets on, and then like it tells. There's an app to pay tickets. Uh, yeah, in New York City, it's called like pay or, pay or dispute. Because <laughs> <laughs> I got to dispute any. I'm sorry, B. No, no, no. I just I sometimes I just refuse to pay them. How does that work though? I just don't pay them. <laughs> but they don't like. If they don't like attack your license, and that's like, how you get towed eventually. That's yeah, what I was gonna say. Yeah. Like they don't run, like suspend your license for unpaid parking tickets. I'm sure they'll do it eventually. Oh, but right. like, uh, <laughs> really? That notification. That's but like, I, think, All right, I, I got think, I think enough has to accumulate. Like I think like right now since moving to Brooklyn, I had like. I've had I've gotten like twelve tickets. It's yeah. rid- it's ridiculous. It's part of the life, babe. You yeah. gotta get used to it. Yeah, if I want to be like a schnob with like a car in Brooklyn, that's just part of having one. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Have you, you thought about giving up the car? Uh maybe not really. No, no. You, yeah, yeah. Twelve it's tickets. A, you're still going strong with the car. Yeah, because they're like sixty dollar tickets. <laughs> so it's like. Chick would be on the streets right now. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Chick would be in trouble. Yeah. It's like six hundred dollars of tickets. Yeah, yeah. yeah no, it's Come not on. good. It's not good. But uh <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Listen, if you if you decide he pays to pay thirteen months of rent and one of those m- <laughs> months of rent is just tickets. Yes, exactly. Oh right. man, well yeah, that's great, man. I remember when you were moving out there. Um, you live with other comics too, right? Yeah, uh, well, I live with one other comic and okay. a musician. All right, cool. Uh, I live with uh, Nick Talali, friend of the show. Yeah, oh, friend of the podcast. You live with Nick. Yeah, All right, yeah. I didn't yeah. realize you roomed with him. All right. Yeah, I live with Nick and then uh, my buddy Chocolate Brown, who I, uh, I throw the Lost Lighter shows with. Yeah, I don't know if I'm... Have I met him before? I don't... Probably not. I don't think so. What's he uh, doing? He doesn't really come out to Long Island much, and I don't, I don't think I've ever seen you outside of Long Island. Right. <laughs> yeah, not, not, not since the pandemic. I'm, I was going to say, Long you Island used now. to be a city comic, I feel I like, and now you're like changed. a Long Island comic. I know, I know. Well, that's you know, you you, you that's hurtful. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it is. Now that I moved to this apartment, I'm like, plus I'm 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 close to the train station. I'm, I do have a show in Brooklyn. I'll be in Brooklyn tomorrow, Young Ethel's. No. But um, but my God, dude, I it is tough for me to leave this. Island do you want to get point. back out there at all course, in the city? Of course. Oh, all right. It's laziness. Okay, I wasn't sure if it's, it's laziness, laziness not or it's... to like get out there from here, uh, especially if you're driving. I feel like trains actually the easiest way. It is. But it then is. like you're but... dropping a couple bucks just for <laughs> so traveling. Where are you doing more comedy? Would you say city or? Uh, yeah, I would say more in the city because okay. like I throw a monthly show called Lost Lighters. Okay. And uh, that's uh, that's. Mostly been in Brooklyn. I think we had like one show in Manhattan, but like that's mostly been in Brooklyn. Like right. different. Where's Lost Lighters? Where do you guys throw that? Uh, we've thrown it in a couple of different places. We've thrown it at bars. Or, uh, like we've thrown it at like St. Mark's Comedy Club. Uh, oh, okay. We've thrown it. Uh, but our most like frequent place of throwing it is probably our favorite. It's just like this in- independent venue called uh, Unruly Collective, which okay. is in uh, Bushwick. It's on uh, oh, right. Street. It's actually not far from the tiny cupboard. If you've okay. heard of that, but. Uh, yeah, I love that place. It's just like a... a uh, yeah, I've never been there. I mean, yeah. I don't spend much time in Bushwick. How's it like living with Nick? Nick? Uh, is he all wifed up now? Is it? Is he, is it different? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, he definitely uh, Yeah, he definitely has a boo thing. Uh, I feel like he's happier now. <laughs> Good for him. Yeah, no, but to be on, perfectly honest, I like never see my roommates ever because I work a lot, and then when I'm not working... They're like doing stuff, you know. So like, that's a good. I was gonna say that's yeah, good. It's though. good. There's like times where like I'll get to the apartment and I'll have like three days without seeing either of them. Like, like just the apartment to myself. I that's one of I'm a, a big fear of mine is now moving in with somebody because I've been by myself for so long. Yeah. And like roommates. Why is that a fear? You don't have to do it. It's not like you you're ever gonna get forced to. No, because I should. Like, part of me like thinks I should move to a place like Brooklyn and really, you know, but I'd have to have a roommate. I can't afford it by myself. Yeah. So that's why I'm so get Let's get like a shithole. Yeah. Yeah. Which I'm not. Honestly, I love my apartment, man. It's like I pay like between like the, like I said, between we have a decent sized place, which, you know, and uh, it's like pretty modern. You came from all the appliances and stuff like that. And uh, it's like less than a G a month. That's that's great. Yeah. Uh, Per person. Yeah, for oh, okay. I was gonna yeah. say. <laughs> what do yeah. you think? Well, I just want to make sure I was I was on the same page. Yeah, yeah, no, it's uh, yeah, no. So it's like not, it's like it's doable. And uh, like I said, like I went out there because I just felt like that was just like the next step yeah. for uh, you know. No, it's it's good for you, man. I'm 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 glad you're out there. That's uh, that's great. So, <laughs> what uh, I you worked at Main Street Meats for a little while, right? Mainstream meat, yeah. Sh- sh- uh, shout together? out Lee. I don't think we worked together. Nah, definitely not. I was there for like was, th- I was there for like maybe like a month and a half. Oh, I think right. it was right before I saw. I wasn't there. built for Did that. You, 
peanut? Was he the one you stole the peanuts no, from? No, 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 no. <laughs> no, this is this is way before that. The yeah. peanut incident. I was doing uh like the uh the fucking like the the work work there, like the the butcher thing. Like my my schedule was like midnight to uh. Like noon. Oh, so you were actually butchering the meat? He was inside. Not it. Uh, yeah, not necessarily butchering the meat. Like, what you, that's a, that's a skill. You can't just do that. You have to like that's like <laughs> art, that's an art form. That's an art form. Those guys have a that's like a career thing. Yeah, you know, is that uh, big Spanish? You still work there? The big big guy. Big big guy. Yeah, yeah he used to give me a ride to uh, to uh, work a couple of times. He lives he lives in Hempstead. Yeah, yeah, he's he still, still over there. Yeah, no, that guy was the man, bro. There's a couple people. There's a couple of really good dudes in there that is. freezer. Uh, that dude, that's a tough job though. Like, yeah. Getting in at midnight. But like when you do those types of work, you meet like the best people. Yeah, that's true. Because I've done that type of work. My dad does construction. Like I work with the because like, all those dudes that like all those like dudes from like uh you know like Southern America and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Like they're just great guys. They're just like hardworking dudes. Yep. You know, so it's, they're good people. I met a lot of, of when I worked at the midnight shift at the soccer at the the bubble the soccer bubble in Freeport. You did that. I met. T- I mean. All, I, I don't know, maybe if it's a Spanish thing, but, like, they're all up. They Those guys play soccer from 12, 1, 2, and I'm talking about weekday nights every yeah. night. And I met so many cool people there. Yeah. One of the guys who I met through there now works at Red Bull with us. Oh, really? Yeah, it's Look like a small that. world, but I met tons of good people, and they, I was amazed how late people would be up just playing soccer. But I like the midnight job. The uh, People who are up late are interesting people. Yeah. Yeah, I, it's a different it was breed. a cool. It wasn't. It was like a cool job. I personally quit it because uh, <laughs> it was. Uh, I was doing a lot at that point because I was. I was back in the. Uh, it was a couple of years ago, so it was back during like the ill wave days when I was running that oh uh, studio yeah. uh, place. And uh, I, I wish that was still around. I don't. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, dude, that was a, that was a fun place. I only went there a couple times. But yeah, it was an God, amazing. Was... I I have so many positive memories there, but. Uh, like I said, I was doing that like full time, and then I just wanted like uh, on the books job, I guess. Yeah. And uh, I, you know, Lee hit me up about doing it, so I tried it out, and I hated it like day one. Yeah. But like I was like, "Yo, Lee's my guy. I don't want to let Lee down." So I stayed for like a month or so. Yeah. And then like one day, like four in the morning, like three hours into my shift, I was just like, I like something in me just like died, and like <laughs> I was just like, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> so I, I was don't like, blame you, dude. I was like, "Yo, four Lee." Four in the morning. I was like, "Yo, Lee, I'm sorry." Morning. Like, but like I love you, but I gotta this. I gotta I gotta bounce this for me. And he was cool with it. Like he was just like, "I get it, man." Like you know, certain jobs, bosses are like know that. People are gonna like they know that the it's high turnover, high turnover yeah, exactly yeah. that they yeah. know people are gonna leave it. I was doing a delivery on Friday at a uh, what was it a stop in a shop or a shop right or something. Yeah. And oh, excuse me, that came out. It was the Fourth of July. Actually, no, it wasn't this past weekend. It was like a couple weekends. It was Fourth of July weekend, and this guy was losing his mind in the back by receiving one of the managers. Because, like, somebody just left on a lunch break and didn't come back. Another person so quit, like, earlier in the day. My favorite yeah, I don't, thing, I don't blame I, these people. I've quit jobs, many of jobs, just by dipping. <laughs> like, I've done that a I couple times. That's my favorite way to quit. I've done that. I've asked I've, to go to the bathroom. I left. usually, when I'm done with a job, I usually just slack off until they fire me because I'm not a big quitter. I just get fired. Yeah, but that's quitting. That's you, worse, honestly. No, I I, get I, it. I agree. I'm not saying it's better. I'm not proud of it. This is when I was like younger. Like once I would do it, I would just do usually do something <laughs> that you gets me fired. So you get fired. I work hard. No, I work. Listen, the last jobs that haven't worked out haven't been because of lack of work. That's true. Um, but like, yeah, there was like I, I hated. I wasn't a big quitter. I would just be like, oh, 
just start doing things that I know when it's over. Yeah, I know when I checked out. It's just a matter of when the job knows or when they realize it. Yeah, and I used to do a lot of deli jobs, and deli was has a high turnover rate. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, and I've, I've quit many jobs by just, like, not showing up. Just be, But when I do that, like, I'm just, like, fed up with the place. Like, I'm just, like, I will only, like, put it two weeks in if I, like, respect. Really like, respect them? Yeah, respect the people <laughs> and stuff like that. What's the worst walkout you've ever done? Um, I was, like, a manager at uh, <laughs> fucking uh, this Key Foods in Garden City. <laughs> uh, it was a deli manager. So I yeah. was, like, I would run the deli at night. Like, I would come in at 4 or, come, yeah, I'll come in at, like, 2 o'clock. And I'll stay there till nine nine thirty and like close the deli and it would just be me. It was like a maybe like two years ago. So it was like me and then like an eighteen year old kid, you know. <laughs> and I would just boss eighteen, but like not, but not boss yeah. him around. But I would just tell like eighteen. He's like the helper. To do. You're the manager. You're yeah, the but I was just like, yo, you're mad lucky, bro. I was I had like asshole managers when I was right. like fucking eighteen years old. I was just like, you're eighteen year old years old and like your manager is just like. Me, bro. Yeah, like, yeah, like, <laughs> exactly. I'm just like, yo, just take care of the counter. I'm going to go smoke a joint in the back. <laughs> I used to lock when I managed uh, the paint store. I used to yeah. lock the door and mm. tell the customers, like, be back in five minutes. And I was, like, outside in the back smoking, <laughs> smoking pot. But to answer, to answer your question, uh, that job was, like, probably my worst uh, walkout because, uh, like I said, I was an important figure there. Yeah. And I just stopped coming. And I was, they were just like, just stop <laughs> yeah, they were just like, what do we do? Like, what? Like, it was like you didn't walk out on the shift. You just like, you I, just, I just stopped coming. You know what it was? It was just because uh, at this time when I was doing this job, I was doing like the backyard shows. Uh, oh, okay, uh, yeah. yeah. So like, I was uh, during COVID, like you know, I was, yeah, I, I remember drew, hearing about these. Drew a string of backyard shows. I had like Mark Norman, Sam Morrell, uh, Aaron Berg, like come out and like headline the shows. So those took a lot of time and work, but I remember like trying to leave early for lo- to do those things and they would always give me a hard time and i'm just like oh, if you're gonna make me pick between like you guys and yeah. like comedy you're losing every time losing yeah and I was just, <laughs> so, so <laughs> it was eventually like you know i was like i try to like leave earlier like i was like yeah let me work till like i'll come in at like 11 let me like leave at seven like that would have been like ideal because getting out at nine is rough for comedy like yeah. 9, 30, 10. Oh yeah that's like you're missing like you're missing brutal. everything yeah, yeah you're almost missing most well, and 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 a lot of things, and listen, I'm not saying that it's good to just walk out and not go to jobs, but, like, some companies don't realize how easy it is to find another job that pays the same as their, like, it's easy, to, like, you can find a job. Right. And so, all- like, some of these places make it seem like, oh, like, when they're, like, very hard on their employees taking off and doing things, and I'm not saying you should abuse it, but, like, they don't also realize where it's like, dude, I'll find another fucking job. And they can also find somebody else. But it's a. It's, I feel like it's easier. Uh, maybe that's not true. I was gonna say it's probably harder for them to find somebody else. Someone you, good because like, that's what it is. Finding yeah. somebody good. Because even though you like, to find another even job. though like I left in that way, like I was really good at my job, and they like they like yeah. loved me. I remember when I left and I like, stopped coming. Like the one of the owners, he would call me. He called me like every day, like five six times for. Like, Did you pick two up or, at all? Two or three weeks, and I never answered. <laughs> And I just never answered it. Yeah. And then, uh, well, after that's like the first couple, it's like now it's like now I can't answer. Now it's just it's it's done now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I guess so. Well, you worked for your father for half your life. Yeah. You I couldn't know. avoid that. You couldn't no show. Oh, I could. No, you could. But you'd ha- you're going to run into him at a family party eventually. But I didn't deal with my dad. I dealt with 
the guy that's managing me. Oh, okay, all right. You ever like? You ever like? Because like that's like one end of the the spectrum, just like leaving. But have you ever just been like really honest with like an employer? Just be like, hey, listen, man, this place sucks. (laughs) Like I gotta go. I've never been honest. I did that. I did that with the porn job I had. Yeah, Can we get the, into this? What was what? Because what, I remember hearing about that. I want to get into your beginning, how you got into comedy, but I want to hear about this porn job first. Because yeah, I more porn. Yeah, the porn job is. Uh, what did you do? You worked for it was. It was a website called AdultDVDs.com, <laughs> and it was like the number one like retailer of like pornographic movies in like the East Coast. Like it was like a big op. Or it wasn't a. Yeah, it was like a big operation. Like, <laughs> ship, like, ship porn like all over the world. Like it was crazy. Like I would I would make like boxes for like fucking this dude in France. Like he would order like once a month, and he'd get like five hundred movies. Just like, one DVDs. guy. Yeah, but He's probably I, got a store. He, or he probably yeah, got a store. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So like I, uh, I did a bunch yeah, of. Hope. I've done a bunch of like the international like orders like that. But pretty much the job was, I uh, you'd get there at like nine thirty and it's like dark, dingy warehouse. I like no AC. It was mad hot, mm-hmm. and there's like mad like columns and rows and rooms of just like porn on shelves, like just mad like like, it was like DVDs four, or yeah. VHSs. Uh, DVDs like box sets. They had like toys, box like sets. Yeah, like toys collectible toys. things. Like you know what I'm saying? Nice. And uh, like collector. Box yeah. Does Comfort cocktails ring a bell to you? Yeah. Oh my god. I had That's, that was my favorite. Why is that, why do why is that ring a bell to me too? Because <laughs> that was a porno that I came across in like you know like high school when you would go and get like the the um. The, the CDs, like the EPs that people would drop, the mixtapes that everybody would drop at Checks Cash, and uh-huh. they'd also have pornos. Oh, yeah. Okay. You know, like the guys I who used the, to sell. I missed this. Yeah. That was, <laughs> like the Checks Cash in 110, we used to go there to cash checks when we were in high school, and, like, you'd go and buy mixtapes. 50-cent right. CDs were all they over have, there. Yeah. And these people would always have por- uh, pornos. And I'll never forget, I came across one that was like a cum fart cocktails. That was you that brought Yes, that and I bought the porno. Because everybody saw that. Because I used to take it to everybody's house and make them watch this shit because I just got a kick out of it. It was the name of my fantasy football team. Like, the Comfort Cocktails went far, that name. I, Comfort I, Cocktails yeah. went far. <laughs> I wrote that name out. Oh, I'm sure you did. Oh, but there was like it was like Comfort Cocktails, like six. So there, there yeah, was so like was, a bunch of others. There was a lot. Did, so, Renee, you've ran into Comfort Cocktails? Uh, it sounds familiar. <laughs> but uh, but uh, so, There's our audio clip for this week. <laughs> so, uh, no, so pretty much like my day, my day-to-day like job at this place was I would uh, – I would go around the warehouse, like, there'd be mad orders to pick. So I'd get, like, a list of all the orders for the day, and I'd walk around, like, the, like, so on, like, the, sh- well, on, on the sheet, it would say, like, there'll be, like, oh, this guy wants, like, three movies. And, like, movie number one is located in room four, uh, aisle eight, column B, like, you know. Right. Very organized. Yeah, it sounds like Ikea. Were they in alphabetical order, or director, no, a, or whole, actress? It was a whole mess, but that's, okay. yeah, so pretty much, uh, you know, sometimes things wouldn't be, it was a whole, it was a, it was a little, uh, dysfunctional in that sense <laughs> okay but i would go pick like the orders and then like i would go like you know pack them for ups but at some point i got a promotion because <laughs> i was really good at my job <laughs> you're very good at all jobs you've ever had you just yeah. you just you're just not like, very reliable as far as staying there yeah. yeah i stayed at this place for far too long yeah. but <laughs> what's far too long to you uh i i, I think 
eight months and then uh, <laughs> he almost made it a full year. Eight months and then like I left. It makes me feel better. Yeah, about you guys my... are like kindred spirits. I was just gonna say, eight there you months, go, Renee. <laughs> eight months, but then I left and then I did other stuff and then like I went back to the job. Oh, you went back? Yeah, for like, like four months. That's a tough job to leave. Yeah. Did you enjoy it though? Even though it was like you felt maybe dirty or grimy there. You know what's like... hilarious? I actually quit this job and then I worked for uh, for Lee. And then I, once I, the, the, you, it was you, the same, it was actually, yeah, I, I had quit that job. I had quit the porn job the first the time. Packing then I worked for Lee at the meat place. I'm dealing with real meat now. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, I was like, fuck this. And I went back to the porn place. <laughs> <laughs> you quit my job to go back to the porn place? Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. But uh, when I got the promotion, I did customer service. So uh, oh, once I, I, I went to go pick the orders, and that was great. I was in the AC room. Oh, wait, this is brutal for the porn place? No, no. I was, oh. This was actually better because I was in like the I wasn't in the warehouse part. I was in like the air conditioned office. But this is yeah. I'm saying this is uh, customer service for the porno place. Yes, I would answer. Yes. E- I would answer. Oh, you'd have to talk to customers. Yeah, I would answer. Guys. I'd answer emails and phone calls uh, from people who like bought porn. Like, is it bought, people who didn't get it or were unsatisfied? Yeah, with that's, their yeah, pornos. that's why I have a joke about it. I'm just like, there's yeah. about people who like not only like, not only like they bought porn, which is weird, <laughs> but like then they complained about it. <laughs> You know, like, Dude, can you imagine complaining? About but it was all—it was always just people wanting free shit. Like, you of course, know, they yeah. want more free porn. Did you tell them if you yeah. want free shit, go the to fu- U-Porn? The funniest thing about it—I know it's all out there. Pornhub, U-Porn, whatever the, else there is. The funniest thing about it, like, would I would get like calls from people calling like the customer service number, and it would be like. Like a, a wife or like like a it was one like disputing the charge. Yeah, it's like hey, like yes. what is like hey, like what is this company? And I'm just like, <laughs> like what's Mallcom? Because I was like the name on like what my tax returns, like the name on like the tax returns, like the actual company name was called like Mallcom or some shit like that. Oh. But like the uh, the the website was AdultDVDs.com. Yeah. But I uh, I guess like on the credit card statement it would say like the credit merchants it never it, would, the same. It, wouldn't, it wouldn't say AdultDVDs.com. Yeah, yeah. So like they like it would be like a wife like I guess doing like the paperwork or filing you know whatever. Uh, and she would be like, "Hey, like, what's it's this?" Like vintage deluxe. And I would tell yeah. them, I would like, be like, "Yo, this is this is this is a porn uh, dis- distributor, like you know, distributor." And uh, we we sell like uh, you know, uh, pornos. Yeah, we sell porn, yeah. like and porn you guys DVDs. Sold toys too. Yeah, yeah. How was that? People complain about the. To- I want to know about the complaints now when you were in the customer <laughs> service. What uh, was the most odd or awkward or uncomfortable complaint you had? Mm. Where like yeah, I guess it would just be like uh, people just. Being like really want like I like just like someone like uh, like I guess like there would be like ca- versions of Karens I guess but yeah. they would just be like hey man like you know you guys fucked up and obviously I had nothing to do with the fuck up <laughs> so there's like you guys fucked up and it's like really affecting my day like you know this like and <laughs> yeah. I'm just like bro this is porn like, <laughs> oh my god are you allowed to say that to them well you no nah, you it, have to be you have to be like professional some pla- I worked at a place where I was allowed to go off one place in my job that what I worked was that? when I worked for the the sports advice place oh sports advice yeah. But it was legal. I was like, if a customer, they thought they could, like, say whatever they want to us and not get anything back. And, like, I was allowed to, with no repercussions, go right back at them. Wow. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. And that was for years, that place. And this reminded me of that type of industry, like, in the sense where it's like. I feel like those industries, it's okay to be a little unprofessional. Exactly. Like, Like, I feel like you could be like, yeah, your husband maybe is using the 
It's better than I'm cheating on you, ma'am. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, or those there were times where I guess it was like uh I guess like a company there's something they use the company credit card, so it'd be like the oh, the whoever like whoever like the person is like HR is calling yeah, HR, you. Yeah, like the HR department or whoever like works on like the paperwork for that shit. Uh, uh, they'll call it. and be like, Hey, we got a charge and then I'd like I think it's just the best part would just be like, like me explaining what the, the service <laughs> what was to is. like the people who don't know what it is and they're like what's this charge and I was like this is for porn sir. and their reaction is like uh, oh okay okay no he's, it's usually just he's like, getting fired like, yeah pretty much like that like oh okay all right I I see I see what's going on now he's like, fired right. and I'm just like well I'd love to be like I a see. fly on the wall on the other end of that but I'd be the I to wish know, you yeah. had follow-up calls yeah like do people get mad at you for giving them like someone ever call and be like my company, like, why did you tell my boss what this was for? Now I got fired. None of those calls. No, because fuck them. Even if yeah, that, that'd, be, like, what? that'd be tough for them. What but like, that's get? at the sports place. We used to put those on speaker and it was like, everybody, look, this oh, guy's oh, life's oh, going oh, down the shitter. How funny like. is it? They're like, yeah, we were assholes. Yeah. Like guys like, you know, my car got, I've heard people on the phone, like my car got repoed in front of my kid because these are degenerate gamblers paying all this <laughs> money. And these guys got him on speaker like, ah, the guy gave me 1500 for this game. That's awful. You know what I'm saying? Like they didn't care. Yeah. Two for the money was a pretty accurate depiction of how they could, how they ruin certain people. But yeah, I mean, listen. Porn's fun though. Gambling and porn that could bring people down a, real a, quick, a, a bad hole. But all right, so like the the I the when I quit the second time, because uh, <laughs> the first time I quit, I was just like, hey man, I got a better job. I'm gonna go, yeah. I'm gonna go do that. I did like the correct thing. <laughs> and then you come back. Grass isn't always greener. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. And like the guy, the, man, the, ma the manager of the porn of the warehouse part. <laughs> He was like this uh, this Spanish dude named Carlos, and he was such a cocksucker, bro. Like he was just such an <laughs> asshole. But like it was funny. He liked me, so he he wasn't one towards me really. Because when I was, I would. Like, but you knew he was an asshole. Yeah, I just, just knew he was an asshole. Yeah, like yeah. I definitely like snap back. His biggest thing was uh, he's one of the like, I guess like the things that like I hated about the job was in the morning when you'd go around the warehouse picking the porn. He would like give you shit if you were wearing like headphones, and like I was I had like really? had, I have like long hair, so I could hide the headphones. <laughs> You know, but then like if he called me like wearing headphones, he'd be like, "Hey, like, what are you doing wearing headphones?" And I'm just like, "Bro, I'm like, I'm in a dark warehouse, walking around grabbing porn DVDs." I was like, like "Let me just listen to a podcast." Like, <laughs> yeah, I do this. Like, leave me alone. Like, and like I yeah, tell, what? I would like straight up tell him this, and he like wouldn't really know what to say. Cause I was like the best person there. Like, I was like the fastest person because like, I'm yeah, I'm not with a bunch of like Harvard graduates. Of course, you know? like, I would <laughs> love to know. Like, I would love to see the crew that was in there. <laughs> Yeah, at one, That's a crew. I, I, at one point, I got two comics a job there. I got, uh, I, I got at the same time, I had Raul. This place still, is this and, place uh, still hiring? Did Raul show up with his cowboy hat? Yeah, it's a couple times. <laughs> and then uh, the other person at the time had gotten D.B. Frick a job there, too. Oh, my God. So it was D.B. Frick, Raul. And if not for nothing, man, like, it was hilarious. <laughs> like, that's yeah. a, yeah, that's, a, oh, wow. Yeah, so, uh, which is, yeah, no, fucking, it's mad, yeah, it was mad funny that's at the time. Amazing. Did you ever get to film anything? Like, that type of stuff? No. Yeah, he was already, it was already I would love to be, part. like, the light guy. You could no, probably nothing, nothing, do that. Nothing was made in-house. It was all, uh, it was all just, like, a distribution. I want to be an extra, just fucking, like. <laughs> The light guy in a porno. See how I it think is. you could do. I that. just want to see how it I is for one day. Yeah, the guy who ran it though was a dude named Jerry. Jerry was the man though. Like, uh, he, <laughs> he, he was, have a family? Uh, probably not. But he <laughs> was just like this. Uh, he was like this bald, short, like muscular, like Greek dude. Oh, all right. Yeah, like, I only. I thought he was describing me until yeah, he said, was, "This guy." 
It's like no, it, muscular. It was uh, it was like this really sketchy looking warehouse next to a train station in uh, like New Hyde yeah, Park. Yeah, you need a fast and getaway, God forbid. Yeah, no, and then like right outside this like really like shitty warehouse with like no AC and shit. It's just like a Rolls Royce and like a fucking like <laughs> oh my god, you know like uh, another uh, I can't think of what the other car it was like a Porsche SUV. Yeah. And uh, it was just like, yeah. It, uh, Cars that didn't look like they belonged there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> What's and going it, on in that warehouse? And I'm sure it was like, you know, a sketchy business for the most part. Oh, but that's like, got to be a lot of cash. Yeah. But when I when I quit the second time, it was just because like, I don't know. I was just, I was just over it at that point. I was like, I need to stop doing this job. So then when I, <laughs> I had quit the second time, I was talking to Carlos. And I was like, yeah, listen, man, like, I'm not I'm not coming back. Like, yeah, thanks for the job. And he was just like, "Why? What's wrong?" Like he's like, "You're gonna go to like another place now, like a normal like, job." Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I just so I just looked him in the eye and I just told him I was like, "I'm just not happy here." And yeah. like he was just like, he looked so sad when I said that. Like he looked so offended. Like that was like the most <laughs> offended like, thing. I could, no, but that's because what it is. Certain people like when they're working somewhere, they don't think that like they think their gig is like it for people. Yeah. Like, what do you think I was gonna work at this porno place for the rest of my life? Yeah. It's a good story though. It's a good place that. You know, yeah, I got a great bit out of it. Got a great bit out of it. Yeah, it's one, really, of, my yeah, yeah, it was one of my favorite bits. It's it's something, you know. So take any job. Yeah, but that was a couple of years ago. <laughs> I've, I've, I've evolved since then. So <laughs> oh, you're yeah, you're a different. So guy. how did you get into comedy? Like, when did you get into comedy? I was because uh, you've had a lot of jobs. Now I'm curious where the comedy fits in. I mean, the comedy's been. I've been doing comedy for about four years. Four, yeah, about four years, and uh, it it stemmed from. Uh, well, I guess I had just gotten out of like uh, a long-term relationship when I was at like 21, 22. Okay. And then uh, a friend of mine was just like, yo, you want to take a comedy class? And like uh, we end up, I remember she sent me a flyer for one in the city and it was like 600 bucks. I was like, let's go to a cheaper one. And then like she <laughs> sent me a governor's one. I was like, this is more affordable. <laughs> and it's local. So I was like, bet. And then uh, I did the class, and I got, like, a pretty sweet deal because it was already two weeks into the class, and they were just like, it'll give you, like, $100 off if you, you want to just jump in, like, two weeks oh, really? late. Oh, yeah, okay. I was just, like, bet. And I just, like, you know. Yeah. And uh, Trucin, John Trucin taught the class, and he was actually the man. Like, John Trucin's the man. And uh, what the best part of the class, though, was, uh, was, like, Joe DeVito and, like, the Ziegler coming in and, like, giving their, like, you know, pearls of wisdom. Right. And that was, like, honestly worth it enough for me. Of course. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, But doing that uh, that class, I uh, I met somebody that introduced me to uh, Ill Wave. So if I would have never did that class, I would have never met the person that introduced me to, like, Ill Wave. So it's kind of like huh. the domino effect of that. That, I think, is, like, really cool. Now, who's Ill Wave? I don't I don't. All right, so uh, when I had first started doing comedy, uh, I immediately kind of jumped into drawing my own shows. Like, I was, like... Yeah, you right away, like, you... You know what, it, I just kind of, I don't know, I just, uh, I don't know what it was. It was, uh, I guess, at that time, there's a lot more independent shows drawn now. Oh, yeah. But, like, back... Back I, then, there, there was like only four, a few. Yeah, it wasn't that many, and uh, I was just, like, let me... Let me take a stab at it. I didn't really want to do the other show. The bro, no, like not even hate on that, but just like I didn't want to do like the the book, uh, the uh, bringer? bringer shit. Yeah, yeah, I didn't really. Oh, okay. That, so, everybody hates that stuff. Well, it. Was, I don't blame them. I get it. It, it just, wears out real quick, you know. I, I just saw. Part. I just saw what it was. I just saw like the system like in place, and I just saw what it was, and I was just like, I'm gonna benefit the most just drawing my own shows. So I found this place, Ill Wave. It was just like this warehouse in Huntington that at the time was like a music recording studio. And uh, it just had this warehouse space in the back. So we drew, uh, I hit up my buddy Fritz, who's a great rapper. I went to high school with him. 
and uh, I was just like, yo, you want to do like a comedy music show? And he was like, yeah. And then we didn't talk for like six months after that <laughs> conversation. And then like I found Ill Wave and I hit him up. I was like, yo, I know it's like follow up. But I was like, you still want to do that? He was like, yeah. So we ended up during like, uh, during, like the first show I ever drew, drone. It was like the day before Christmas, actually. It was called like the High Mom Show. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, like H-I-G-H, High Mom, M-O-M, stand for Mind Over Matter. Uh, so it was just like the High Mom, yeah. you know? Like and uh, yeah, we did. Yeah, and then it was just like a crazy success. Like it That's was, awesome. Like, really dope. And then we threw like two more of those. We drew like three High Mom shows. And uh, it turned into uh, the guy who owned the place. He uh, he kind of like just dipped on like the responsibility of running it because he, like, he, like, he was kind of he was kind of running that place to the ground. And for the most part, with that place, like it was just kind of like you know there was only so much you can get done in that okay. place. So uh, he just kind of like dipped on it. So like the landlord, he actually was at the first High Mom show and he like digged it. Like he was like, "You guys are cool. You guys are great." And then he let us uh, take over the lease. So then uh, we had it it's for like quick. we had it for like three years. Was it that long? We had it for three years. Wow. Yeah, uh, we it, it stopped because of COVID. Yeah. Oh so once COVID God. happened, because it was uh, I think the like, what, what's the with like the status of limitation, like uh, because it was pretty much an illegal speakeasy. Right? Oh, right. dude, I yeah. remember going there. I was like, something. This doesn't seem legit, but this was. It was a lot winky of fun. face, winky yeah, face. Yeah, uh, it, was, it was great. It was just we rented out the, a fucking warehouse space, and then we just built a stage, and then we just drew shows. We charged people for the shows. So, do you, you still running like shows though, or no? No. Well, oh yeah, you're running Lost Lighters now. Yeah, I still drew shows. I, like I just that name Lost Lighters. Thank you. I just don't. Uh, I just I'm not tied to a place anymore. Like I said, like I had like. But the you least. just now you just run them wherever you can. Or it's easier that way, man. Nah, like I said, like I, I like I said, I paid uh, I paid rent at that place for like three years. You know, the light, it was an expensive endeavor, but I definitely learned a lot doing it because I feel okay. like not many people start doing comedy and, like, learn, like, the business side of it. All right. Because I was, like, everything I was doing for comedy, like, the first, like, two years was to make money because I, de- I needed to pay rent there. Does it take away from you writing comedy, though? At the doing time, it? it did. I didn't realize it was, but now I'm more focused on, like, the art because, like, when you're doing it to, like make you know i guess survive like because i wasn't i didn't work a normal job i was just yeah. running that place and then like i had jj's and i used to love jj's jj's uh, was like yeah, a bar JJ's show was, i never made so, it to jj's but I I used, i've heard all the stories <laughs> i used to uh i used to fucking like make all my bread doing jj's i used to Where love was jj's uh amityville is like right across the street from like revolution it was just this dive bar okay yeah yeah, is that place still around? Yeah, it's, it's still, still it's still around and thriving, man. I uh, I stopped per, I stopped doing it because again because of COVID. Like I ran it for like a year and a half. I did maybe like two shows a month there for like a right. year and a half straight. And uh, COVID happened, and uh, they got weird about because it, it was literally like illegal to throw comedy shows. You know, like <laughs> well, yeah, so, everything was basically so we drew like gather. we drew like one or two in there, like kind of like under the, and then mm-hmm. they were like, ah, this is too sketchy for us, and I was just like, fair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There was so many, and then uh, my uh, my connect there. Uh, shout out Torin. She was a bartender at JJ's, uh, just like a homie before comedy. She right. she she actually is the one inviting me to throw start throwing shows there. But she eventually she was a bartender to like every Friday night at JJ's that we drew, and uh, she eventually left. And then with COVID, it just didn't feel the same to throw a there without her. So then I was right. just like, I'm just gonna move on. Yeah. So COVID, I lost like Illwave and JJ's with the COVID. Oof. So it it mean damn me, COVID. Yeah, it I mean the the two. I guess things I had going on 
So that made me like have, you know, I guess adjust. And then uh, I was just, that's when I started doing the backyard shows. And then that's when I started making my way to uh, the city. Now the backyard shows, those were pretty crazy too. You were getting like big comics on that. Oh yeah, you know, I did. Uh, we got some pretty solid names. We got like Mark Norman came out to one. He talked yeah. about it on, our, on his on Mark his podcast. Norman's fucking hysterical. Yeah, he's, yeah, 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 he's a man. Yeah, uh, Chick was able to see Mark Norman. And then I got like Sam Morrill, and uh, he's great too. I love Sam. Morrill. Yeah, and uh, honestly, this show was like that show. The show that they came on there was definitely like a launching point from their career. What? So he talked about <laughs> it on the on his podcast. Yeah, because uh, I think there was like... Uh, what, yeah. the backyard show that he did was yeah. your backyard show? Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, so... Because uh, at the time, it was just like... It was... If COVID happened... The beginning of COVID happened like March... Mm-hmm. Was it March 2020? Yeah, it was around March 20... Yeah, March So September 2020... 2020 uh, everything's still completely shut down. Like, not... Like, it was, you know... And then I'm like throwing this backyard show and i had like 80 people in my backyard yeah he's keeping all your neighbors complaining yeah my neighbors hate me now (laughs) yo people will like that dude i don't live there anymore yeah yeah Yeah, that was like when you were my neighbor across the street like if he's listening to this like fuck him man (laughs) yeah you know what because he's like and subscribe he he moved in like maybe like four or five years ago and uh now i'm like Cause like now I'm older, I don't give a shit. So like I just like smoke weed in front of the house, like yeah. before I go in yeah, the house. It's like me, bro. Yeah, before I go in the house, cause like Chick's I don't. Whole life, I guess it's like. All my whole life. Yeah, cause I guess that just to be respectful to my parents, so they don't really like. So I just I'll just smoke it outside, whatever. And uh, I'm I'll telling you, you and Chick are very similar. We are very similar. There's a lot of similarities. Listen, as soon as I walked in, I looked in his eyes. I'm like, this guy, I'll get along with him. Yeah, yeah. Renee walked in looking for a place to smoke. So like I was that's. Much like check. Oh, this is the click it ones too. Now they got these. These are good. Yeah. No. So my neighbor, like he, every time I'm like out smoking weed in front of my house with like my friends, he like grills me. Like he just like. Kinda, oh really? Yeah. He's just kind of like looking at me like, oh, like this fucking scumbag. And I'm like, yeah. bro, like, Dude, li- fucking. Leave. I was like, bro, I was like, bro, I've lived here my you. whole life, man. Like, go fuck yeah. yourself. You got here like two years ago. Like, I knew the old <laughs> lady that died in your living room. You motherfucker. So go fuck yourself. Yo, <laughs> yeah. can I tell you that's how I feel on my block? I've now. We've been there as long as, like, there's two other people who live in our court who we've been there, like, right with them. And then there's two people that moved in after us. Like, that's kind of how I feel. Like, this yeah. is my court. Like, I'm going to do no, what I want No, it's seniority. Yeah, it's seniority. It's neighborhood seniority. Every, every neighborhood And that, that's has. the thing. It's an unwritten rule. Yeah, it is. You know? 100%. So. Well, that's great, man. I, I, I remember those backyard. I remember... We talked about you a few times on this podcast about you keeping lo- the Long Island. I remember scene talking around about those, yes, because it was you know you and Perillo was doing the mics, yeah, and you were doing those shows. So uh, yeah, man, that's uh, that that's that's great. You probably kept comics doing comedy, having those things to do during COVID. People I mean, I would say uh, that's more because uh, uh, thank you for saying that, but uh, I mean, I, fe- I feel like. Throwing a show is a little bit more selfish than like throwing a mic because like the mic That's, is more for yeah, I, the people. I get that. So I remember getting like tagged in like similar posts, and I'm just like, I'm doing this for myself, guys. Like, fuck of course. You guys. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? In doing it for yourself, some it other, shows people, other people that you could do it, and then other yeah. people can benefit and do it too. So yeah, no, Perillo, Perillo has held it like Long Island comedy down with the open mics. Like it Perillo, he really did. He and he took charge during that that whole time. You know. Yeah. Exactly. Hey, someone's got to do it sometimes. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta keep it going. But now, though, so you said somebody asked you to take a class. Did that person stay in comedy, or they? No, not at all. Uh, my <laughs> she's in a better position now. I think she's like, uh, she works for like Nickelodeon. Most people. I are. was just at the Nick Resort. Yeah, she's in, in uh, Cancun. Uh, my homegirl, uh, Victoria. I went to high school with her. Uh, she actually. 
because of that job, she got a job at she used to work at Governors doing their social media stuff, <laughs> and then she moved to LA to uh, pursue better things. Good for yeah. her. And uh, yeah. yeah, no, she's like I said, she works for Nickelodeon That's now, awesome. and she does like screenwriting and stuff like that. Oh like, wow! A, yeah, like way better than comedy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> way better than stand. I'm saying sometimes it's good to get away from comedy. Yeah. But uh yeah no she uh she no she definitely did not stay nice. in comedy but I did so <laughs> now, you know now you're listen one of you moved to Cali be after it and 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 is doing screenwriting and now you're doing comedy so yeah. Yeah. It's a when they do the class where do they do they do it at Governors yeah uh, the one I did, I don't know how they do it anymore they they uh they did it at uh. Uh, the Levittown one, like in the main, you were just sitting in, in like the main room. I oh, think I gotta right. bite the, the bullet and take a comedy class. Well, we've talked. Chick has done comedy one time. He he, ho- we did a Adult Babies uh, live show. Then we- now you could be uh, one of our comics now. Yeah, Once yeah. you're on, you're in the, the next running. Time, next time we do one, we'll have we're gonna have you on. But Definitely we did enough. we did one live show where we just got all you know. Most of the comics that have done the podcast, and we ran a show with it, and it was a lot of fun. It was, and we had Chick host it. it first time on stage, and it was a lot of fun. And hosting's a different, different game. It's too. a total. But I see. I, I like hosting better, but I still want to work on like a tight five. He's he's more yeah. He's more comfortable hosting than he is actually doing like you know a guest spot. Because I would love to throw him up. You know, I tell him to come by the alibi. And I know. And here's my thing: is like I write to myself, and I think I'm absolutely atrocious. When I have them help me, so, like, yeah, it worked out a decent five or f- three, whatever it was. Yeah. And I felt good with it. But, like, I do want to write my own stuff where they're not doing it for me. And I've been trying. And every time I send Pat occasionally, I mean, I'll send also, him something. There's also no shame in that. Like, Kevin Hart has, like, a whole team that helps him write his jokes. I mean, obviously, he's a very funny person in itself. But, like, fucking. Writing you know, and figuring out how to write a like, joke all those is super, hard. All those superstars, they like, get, they have yeah. a team, man. They have a team. And they, you need one. You need a team. Um, well, he had a team of us, and but yeah, but, it was him, Christian, and Bergen. So but you when need. when you start doing it, though, I mean, it's hard to figure out how. Like, you got to learn how to write a joke. It takes a little. Yeah, while. Yeah, because I have like a lot of premises that I think I I ha- and I write down, and I'm just like, how the fuck do I organize? Renee, this? Chick is a guy that has he's he's got a million stories that you're like, I wish I had that because I you, you could bring that on stage, you know, but he just doesn't he doesn't. Sit I down. can't like find. I don't know how to like. It's well, you, it, it's, turn it into a joke, not a story. I know, but eventually, but you that will. comes with practice. So sometimes <laughs> I have like you have bits, and you're just like, how do I say this? You of know, course, and then yeah, it, yeah. it takes saying it a couple times like wrong to like figure out how to say it right. Yeah. Did you have like any big influences on you, like professional comics, not or or even people around here, whoever that were like. Like uh, I guess growing up and stuff. That Both, type of yeah. Thing? If it was growing up, or even once you started getting into it, people helped you, like that you look to. Uh, I would say, like, just like famous comics. He's not even really a comic, but I used to love. Uh, I I loved like John Leguizamo, like his oh, like one man shows. Like, huge, like, was he was a comic, all right? Yes. Well, yeah, he did those one those man shows. One like, man shows. Yeah, Freak changed my life. Like, Dude, Freak like just changed my wiring and my. I'm brain. a big fan of his too. He's one. He's one of like like my influences too. Like like the, I remember those HBO specials he would put out. They were on. That's what I was gonna say. Those weren't like stand-ups. They were. I don't think he's not like a. He definitely. I have like a a funny secondhand story. Uh, someone told me about. Uh, I I met this like headline. I won't say the the name of the guy just because uh, for obvious reasons. But he uh, 
he he was telling me that he did a gig with John Leguizamo and he had like there was like three comedians and then John Leguizamo was supposed it was like a private corporate thing mm. oh, and John okay. Leguizamo was supposed to like headline in at the end or whatever like that so the three comics they all like just bodied it because they're professional comedians and yeah. they're fucking just they that's they do that shit so they they, they body it and then John Leguizamo just went on there with like a piece of paper and just like read like uh he, like it wasn't even like stand up like he I guess like. He just kind of like read a speech. Yeah. yeah. And then like, how do you open mic like a John Leguizamo thing? Like, yeah. And I like, guess maybe that's what I always thought of him as a comic, but I guess but, he's not really. But it was he's just, like a entertainer. it was just so weird. And then like the guy who told me the story, he was like, yeah, Yo, you can see like how visibly upset like the person who paid him was because like, oh, they, of they were, oh, like, they were expecting like a whole thing. And then like I said, you just had like three comics. Just killing <laughs> yeah. Just having a thing about like reading like the company's mission statement. I love him in movies. <laughs> I'm a big fan of him. When he's I see great. him in a movie, I think he's. I think that's a great story because that yeah. that is a great that story makes, because yeah. it's like you think he's a big name and whatever and then yeah, he is a big name, right? that's he's what I'm saying and he comes out and he's like it's a different art form what he's doing though yeah it's not like stand-up yeah it is I but guess like for him to like practice that like he's got to probably well that's what I was gonna say where do you practice something like that if you're you know like do you I just go know. to open I not open know. mics I mean, but stories, comedy clubs and just talk he's got like extensive stories with like characters that he yeah. Plays. I don't know. I like acts it out and stuff. Yeah, like that. that's yeah. why he's very animated. Yeah. He's he's one of my favorites. I saw him live at uh, like I love John Leguizamo. I uh, I saw him live. Uh, he did uh, Latin History for Morons. Yeah, and that was just like his Netflix thing. He was like, it's on Netflix. I might and have to watch that because I don't know. I never heard of that. It's the most recent thing he did, and uh, it's pretty much the first one man show he did in like fifteen years or something like that, and. Uh, it was. It's pretty much about like uh, explaining like the his like Latin history to okay. like, you know Latin history for morons. Like it's, I was gonna say it's for the like idiots. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he pretty much like breaks down like it's like really informative. Like especially I guess is as it a, though it's like intelligently done too. Yeah, where he it's states like, his good. sources and stuff like that. It's like very well, especially as like a uh, Hispanic person. Like I, it, it kind of hit because uh, it just kind of just tells you like he goes in about like each like country and then like the the, the native roots that they have like you know all that yeah. stuff like that and he That's talks awesome. about like really like old history and shit like that but in a very funny way like he did his when he does do stuff like that like he definitely gets in his bag for it yeah he's, uh, <laughs> he's like the spanish version of colin quinn i would say yeah i would say so, so. True. That's colin actually quinn a, a is very like, good is he really a stand-up yeah. but like yeah well, he, definitely yeah, it's another one-man show guy stand-up guy but, but like his blue state, red state but the, was like stuff, genius, yeah. and I wouldn't like. It's all alive. Those guys. Yeah, is, yeah, is, yeah, is that comedy special or is that well, that's, just I, a smart the man? One man show, and I think it has to be a, a real like certain person that. Yeah, not everybody could do that. Not everybody could do that. Like Chappelle could do that now. He just goes out Chappelle, there and talks. I think that's all he does. Now. Yeah, that's yeah, that's like, basically his specials now. Specials now. Chappelle's just going out there and just like it's great. preaching. I like that stuff. I though. love it. I don't need I don't need the laughs per minute stuff. Like I, if I'm in a if I'm at the comedy cell or the stand one of these places, I want to see like like comics just just destroy. Yeah. But like, if you're going for something like that, it's a different speed. But I feel like you have to get to a level of notoriety to like do that because I guess. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like almost a respect thing where it's like now like this guy, I don't know. Yeah. Not every comic can get away with that. No, not at all. A few years ago, we did a New Year's, uh, uh, what would New Year's, uh, not resorts. What's, what's the word? When, when you think I want new resolution, resolute resorts, yeah. <laughs> resorts, <laughs> New Year's, everybody's New Year's resort. I, what's my New Year's resort? Resolution, a resolution, and uh, and one of mine was to be to to, to do a one man show, 
And I had a few comics that ripped me on that one. It's like, yeah, I'm not going to be able to do all. I need to get to a certain point in comedy before yeah, I can like do you're a not, one man yeah, show. You... <laughs> How did the comics rip? Did you tell comics that was your? I said it on here, and then if the comics that listened, just, you know, made fun of me. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what? I learned. I learned to uh, when I have like a plan, like a plan. I guess not to announce it. Yeah, because yeah. throw outside energy like just throws your shit off. I get too excited about stuff. I know, but I've learned. I'm to, that like, way too. Yeah. Oh, I know. Chick has a story that, ab- about anything, and he's like, I got to tell you. I'm like, save it for the Like, podcast. that's my issue is, like, th- I could save. There's probably a, a story I waste every week that I just blurt out and <laughs> yeah. tell them before I come on here. Because, like, I don't know. I'm just, like, excited. I want to talk about it. Yeah. But you, you're right. You got Sometimes you got to, like, keep it to yourself and let it let it build. Also, you don't want anybody else shitting on, like you said, your energy. Like, I, yes. And I also feel like if it's, like, a story, I mean, I guess because you guys have a podcast, I hear what you're saying, but I feel like a story that just, like, happens in your day-to-day thing, that's a little different. But if you're, if you're like, working on, like, a project mm-hmm. or, like, having, like, an idea you're trying to, like, uh, you know, get going, uh, I feel like talking about it kind of, like, sometimes throws you off, you know? Yeah. Because then you're like too busy talking, not busy actually like building it yet. Doing it. Yeah. Yep. You know, yeah, for sure. Talk, be about it. Don't talk about it. Yeah. That's, that's, I need to do that. I tell that to Chuck. I'm a all big talk about it, not be about it guy. I know. I know. Hey, listen, we all are. So who else besides Liquizamo? Uh, anybody? It doesn't have to be anybody else. Uh, I mean, I guess like early, like uh, a good old like Opie and Anthony uh, back oh, in see, the day. I like his. Uh, Everybody's I, always different. That's I, why I, I, love I, I, I love those. Now. When I, especially like the Patrice episodes, because when I was like seventeen, eighteen, I used to do deliveries for uh, Delhi, and uh, just on the run. And after that, I would like do Uber Eats and DoorDash. And you always listen to it. Yeah, because you get tired of music, and uh, I so start. True. I get. I wanted to start listening to like stuff. You know, I just stumbled upon it, mm. and because I was like late, you know, what I'm saying same like, here. It's I, so, like, but I there's so many great stuff. I was there. like in middle school when it was like thriving. You know. Yeah. Uh, when it was like the shit, so I definitely wasn't listening to it back. So I kind of like just like discovered it, you know. And, is it all uh, still for the? Can you find it all? Yeah, it's all Everything's on, YouTube. on YouTube. You there's like nine hour videos. Yeah, you you can you can spend a whole day. You should. Be, I always tell Chick like Chick, Chick's a big music guy. He listens to music in his car. But we do a podcast. I wish you would you would Listen study the art it. of radio a little bit. I should. And, I listen to some radio. No, Unfortunately, most of the radio I listen to. Is very like picked. It's like it's the sports stuff I'll no, listen no, to. Th- like, but no, I don't. But then when I listen to other things, it's going to be somebody I like a specific yeah thing I want to hear. Some of the old Opie and Anthony stuff are great, man. No, and, I and, know. and especially if you're going to like just look at some. Patrice well, can O'Neal I tell you there. since I started doing the Please podcast, do. is somebody is a reason why I like Carton a lot more than I ever did. He's a great radio guy. He's a great radio Who? guy. Yeah. Like Boomer and Carton. I used to hate him because I thought he's he was just, a dick. Uh, sports. Guy on uh, yeah, but w- he's like yeah. the comedy guy of the. He's like the, the the personality of the show. But you could see why. So there, you could see why he's is the way. Like he's awesome. He's fucking awesome. He's in and there now. His so uh, Craig Carton is like a he's 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 big sports. Almost a shock jock guy that did Boomer and Carton in the morning was a sports show. Went to jail for a couple of years for gambling. <laughs> And now he's back now. And now he's doing the other show with another. And now that show, yeah. like every show that he's on on that channel, is the, the number, best. Is the number, number one. one show. And you can tell, like, yeah, that what, what Evan is does. so much better because of him. I agree. 
And Evan I liked before. I agree. And now he's because Evan knows he has to keep up with him. I think it opened Evan Roberts it, up. It did. He used to be wound really tight, and now because of how Carton is, it 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 really it, it, it went off on him now. And it was a different. Show. And I used to hate Carton, and now I'm like, dude, this guy's good. He's he he's great on radio. Am I gonna listen to his sports advice? No, but he's great. No. And he, he moves the show along. It's, if it's, you take what he says serious, you hate him. If you yeah. realize why he's doing it. Sort of like you. Eh, it's true, though. Do you model yourself after Carton? I mean, not that I model myself of, after him, but there's a lot of bald, things bald. that, like... No, but, like, the stirring the pot? Yeah, I mean, Ball it's not because pot. of him, but it's a similar trait. Yeah. I agree. I agree with that. So what what shows you... Got? You you said you had something with biscuits. <laughs> oh no! What is what is this show that you got going on? Uh, the show is called uh, "Risk It for the Biscuit." Uh huh. And uh, that's so dangerous. So, what? Because biscuits such a dry food. All right. So all right. So yeah, I'll, tell you, I'll, I'll tell you the origin. <laughs> I'll tell you the origin. So I uh, I had I like me and my boy Chocolate uh, Brown, who I drew the Lost Lighters show with. Mm-hmm. We, like, film, like, ten episodes of, like, a podcast where we interview, like, a comedian and a musician. We never release any of them. Like, we have, like, there's these ten episodes of, in the bank, you know. Uh, and uh, one of the episodes is uh, a comic, a uh, city comic named uh, Ronnie Smith, who's the man. He's a very funny dude. Mm-hmm. And then the, Sounds mu- familiar. The, the musician is uh, this rapper I know named Crack Jesus. Crack Jesus. I love that name. Yeah, yeah. He's the man also. Very makes very, uh, very good music. Yeah, and uh, so we're on like the podcast. So Cra- Crack Jesus did like this. Uh... Crack Jesus. <laughs> See if he wants to come on the show. I, yeah. I can. Uh, can we book I, Crack Jesus? Yeah, I can get week? you his uh, agents info. <laughs> Dude, get me. You. I'll. Well, I'm open to it. Yeah. Yeah. No. We so... had rappers on, and now I want to step up. Yeah. yeah no, no. Crack Jesus is the man. But so pretty much, Crack Jesus did this uh, Instagram video where he ate like twelve Popeye biscuits, no water. Oh. And, oh uh, my god! Yeah, yeah. And so, I know a Popeye's biscuit. So, I love yeah. a Popeye's we, we biscuit. Were, we were on like the show. We were, uh, you know, like talking to these guys, and then we were talking about that, and then uh, we were just joking. And I was just like, "Yo, you got to throw a biscuit eating contest, and Ronnie has to host it." You know, and uh, <laughs> it's happening. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like one of those things where I was just like, "Yo." Uh, I was just like, "Yo." Uh, I hit him up one day. I was like, "Yo, crack. Do you want to?" Uh, do you remember that biscuit uh, eating contest idea? He was like, yeah. I was just like, yo, let's do it. So pretty much the idea of the show is uh, it, it's going to be like uh, a couple comics, a couple rappers. They have to uh, eat like three uh, three to four. You're just setting the rules right now. We have to eat like three, four, three to five uh, Popeye's oh, biscuits, no water, and then they have to do their set. I do. Wow. This is this is amazing. Now, are they eating the biscuits as they're telling their jokes? Is this gonna yeah. be live where we oh, can go to perfect. it, or yeah. is this it's gonna, gonna be? be it's gonna be one of Jack's. Oh, I'm Dude, going, we're I'm going. I am a hundred percent in. We're yeah. going to this. Show. I'm going yeah, to this. So do you have a date yet for this? August twentieth. August twentieth. All right. I, yeah, think, I think I can make, as make that. As long as I don't have a show, I'm, I'm there. Wait, let me. Uh... That's that is Dude, amazing. That's a fantastic idea. By the way, I would love to do an episode of Adult Babies while you eat a bunch of biscuits and try to talk. With no water? And with no water. No, of course. Yeah, Saturday, August twentieth at uh at uh one eye jacks. Yeah. Uh risk the, it for the biscuit. That's a great name too. This is the uh the flyer. Uh Who's on there? It's crack. It's crack Jesus on That's a mountain. It's crack Jesus on a, sitting on a throne of biscuits. Dude, I love it. I love it. Yeah. So uh, the lineup is how uh, quick after they eat the biscuits do they do their set? Is it like do it, 
while do they're the doing set. their set. Yeah, right? while they're doing their set, they have to eat the biscuit. Oh, all right, okay. So what's the lineup on that? All right, so it's uh, it's friend of the show, Andrew Bergen. Andrew Bergen. Bergen. Did Ber- you know this? No. Oh, just, I'm, just I'm announcing it for the first time right now. Yeah. Oh, all right. Uh, it's Andrew Bergen, uh, Miles Toe. Oh, dude, he's Lo- hilarious too. Miles Toe is great. Lawrence Reese, uh, myself. Lawrence, yep. Uh, and then it's gonna be hosted by Ronnie Smith. Dude, that's that's a great idea for a show. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, I got a couple city guests coming out for it, and then uh, the music lineup is uh, like Crack Jesus is going to be on it as long as well as a a couple other rappers. Oh my god! Yeah, and then they're also going to love this. I like to answer, ask. Oh no, finish, finish the plug. Uh, no, that's just that was pretty much it, man. So uh, rappers, comics, eating biscuits, and then telling jokes. That's amazing. And rapping while Risk eating it the biscuits for the biscuit. Oh my yeah. god! There's gonna be a lot of dust flow, uh, coming out of these. I like to ask all the um, anybody I know who who likes rap on the show if they listen to um, Conway the Machine, Benny the Butcher, and West Side Gun and Griselda. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. See, not many people listen. I'm not gonna lie though. Like I couldn't tell you. Like I, uh, I'm a big Spotify guy. Like okay. Shuffle playlist. Fair yeah. enough. So like, but I you know them. Yeah, right. that makes me feel. As good. long as you know them, that makes. Because dude, happen. how many times biz bigness? Wait, no, big. What is it? I know I can't like biz bigness. I, I can't associate. The, 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 I know they're not cool anymore, but like, I'm a bigger like Freddie Freddie Gibbs fan. Oh, and, yeah, uh, but you just him and his boys, boys just beat up Freddie Gibbs. Yo, but like, is that true? Yes. Yeah, but like, that. yo, but Freddie Gibbs still went on stage that night. Yeah, so, like, no, no, I'm not knocking him. Yeah, Freddie so, Gibbs is, 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 I actually liked him. Yeah, but no, I'm Fred, Benny the Butcher Freddie, is my Freddie favorite. Freddie Gibbs is hilarious too, bro. There's this show uh, on uh, on Peacock called uh, The Bust Down, and uh, oh, yeah, I've heard about. Is that it. with yeah. him and uh, uh, Sam J? Uh, Freddie Gibbs is like the one of like the managers on the show. And one of the one of the main actors on the show is a comic. He just passed away recently yeah, too. Yeah, that's what I was gonna like. Uh, last Jack week, Knight, right? Yeah, Jack, Jack Knight. Knight. Yeah. Yeah, and then yeah, he's also yeah. did like he was also like the voice, uh, one of the voices and writers for like Big Mouth too. Yeah. Oh wow. And, yeah, it's crazy. He's like Wait, my age. He died from the one of the guys from Big Mouth. Yeah, like the guy. Like, he's like uh, he won the writers, but like you know the. I love that show. I don't know the fucking the, the black character's name in Big Mouth. Like uh, I, don't, I don't. I know, know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah, he please. I forget the him. name. He voiced him. Yeah, I'm, I think Dude, I know young, exactly. Young who guy the, too. That sucks. Yeah. Did you see the sequel to that show? Now they have the spinoff. No, I haven't seen it. <laughs> it's fucking great. No, I, honestly, I'm not gonna lie. Big I, I Mouth go got a little. Name. Big Mouth got a little too weird for me. It did get a little weird. I'm like, just like, these are children. Like, like yeah, dude. It was, <laughs> I kind of yeah, I tapped that. But I love that world. like that inappropriate just right. filth shit. But no, okay, I get. I'm a big fan of that too. But it got a little weird for me with the. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like uh, I don't know. It was a great show though. Like the people that are on the show is like it's a I'm solid a big group. fan of uh, what's his name, whose show Nick Crawl. Nick Crawl. Yeah, Crawl's yeah. fucking hysterical. Yeah. But um, so yeah, that's. Do you have any other shows that you want to promote or anything? Uh, well, this Saturday I got a show in uh in Brooklyn. My lost light, my monthly lost slider show. I throw with uh my buddy Chocolate Brown, who's a phenomenal rapper singer. Got a lot of great nicknames. I like it. Yeah. yeah, didn't even nicknames, bro. They're like alter egos. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so and that's uh, this Saturday. That's this Saturday. Where's that Unruly, be? Where Unruly Collective. Unruly. Okay, great. Yeah. Nice. Um, chick. I know you're you're gonna do your chick picks. I I just wanted. I'm, I'll yeah, be yeah. gonna be in Brooklyn tomorrow. This will be out tomorrow. And let's promote the other show again. Yeah. Well, I I want to tell you. Uh, well, if tickets sold out, fuck yous for waiting. Both both shows are sold out. Nice. So, uh, I'm glad we yeah. sold them both out. Yeah, so we sold them both out uh, Wednesday Flex. and Thursday at Croxley's. 
Still, if you're a comic, come swing by. Renee, if you're around, come swing by. You know, but, on Wednesday. Uh, yeah, Wednesday, Thursday. Um, we both shows. I are might, sold I might drive uh, Nick there. Sorry. Right, cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I, if if you're gonna hang out, I'll, I'll see you then. But uh, yeah, Wednesday and Thursday, Croxley's. Uh, for uh be there if, be square if you let if you listen to the last episode it's for a good cause it's uh it's gonna be great so those are show, sold out and then saturday i'm gonna be at uh no friday night i'm gonna be at mr beery's one of uh, uh one of our old favorite spots you're with, gonna be at mr beery's I'm doing a, yeah i'm doing a, a, a music comedy show uh pat dunn is there too I know nice. Friend of the Pat Dunn looks like a local from Mr. Beery's. Yeah. He, like if he was drinking at the corner of the bar and they were just like, hey, we needed a, somebody to do an extra five. Exactly. That would be Pat Dunn. <laughs> That's Pat Dunn, yeah. And I'll be at Young Ethel's in Brooklyn tomorrow at nine. Uh, so, yeah, that's uh, that's it. I got nice. a bunch of stuff coming up. Renee, you got a bunch. So it's uh, let's I'm get... looking forward to the risk yeah. it for the biscuit. I yep. dude, I August will be 20th. there for that. I'll be there. As after, long as I don't have another after, show. Uh, after my show on Friday, I like I like to take each show one at a time. Yeah. You know, so after I get through Friday, I'll start uh, promoting for risk cool. it for the biscuit. Cool. But if you guys are listening, you guys should come this Saturday. Lost Lighters. Yeah, go to Lost, Lost Lighters. Lighters. I love it. It puts on a great show. Too. It's uh, it's well worth it, man. Uh, yeah, so I do have some picks, and it's just a couple uh, comedy specials that came out. New one on HBO from my girl Nikki Glazer, oh, who I love I from all the roasts. I'm uh, I don't know if I'm biased, but she's just a filth bag too, and it's called uh, good. What is it? Chick likes a real filth. And she's bag. a good clean filth is the name of the special. Okay. Um, and it's on HBO, and Nikki Glazer is just—I think she's one of my female, my favorite female comics. Okay, All might right. be my favorite female yeah, no, comic. She's, she's hilarious. She's hysterical, and I thought it was great. Um, the new Bill Burr special on Live at the Red Rocks is fucking phenomenal. Wasn't that your pick last week? No, I didn't pick it. Oh wow, didn't make it. All right. No, I didn't. I, no, yeah, I didn't. Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> I didn't. Maybe mark we talk. All. Maybe we talk. We might have talked. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Always assuming something was a pick because I usually erase them right away. They always throw me off. I like to keep you... Keep me on my toes. toes. But yeah, the new Bill Burr at Live at the Red Rocks, he shits on everybody, his typical... Uh, and he, That's he, what I like about Burr. He, he, he'll, yeah, he'll he shit doesn't, on both sides. He shits on everybody. Yeah. And he's fucking great. He's loud. And it's this is like a toned down Bill Burr, too, as he will even say that he's like not as angry as he used to be. Yeah. But uh, it was great. And then for all my mystery fans out there, New fantastic <laughs> fucking documentary about D.B. Cooper. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know the story they, about D.B. Cooper? Yeah, he jumped off the plane. Yeah, yeah so it's called D.B. Cooper, Where Are You? Did it's he, on Netflix. He definitely died. Yeah, I think I don't think dead. he did. Didn't Devin Bramble bring up a D.B. Cooper story? Well, because this was Yo, coming actually, out and he did bring prepar- him up. In preparation to uh, coming on here, I listened to the Devin episode. He did talk about it. He did, right? Yeah, yeah. Yo, yeah. Devin was like D.B. Cooper. Devin was like a wealth of information. He is, bro. Dude, I was listening to that. I was like, I can't follow I know. this. <laughs> no, dude, smartest man alive. We couldn't either. <laughs> I love him. I, I actually like almost just want to call him and just be like, do you want to talk to me about some other <laughs> not useless information that you know? No, you just let Devin go. Right? Yeah, dude. The guy's just he's just he just can touch on so much different stuff. Hundred <laughs> percent. But I love him. for those who don't know, this is a guy from the seventies who robbed a bunch of money off of uh, a plane, and then in the middle of a thunderstorm, uh, parachuted out of the plane <laughs> yeah. to never be found again. Against all odds. Against all odds. The reason why I think he survived is because some of the money was found. 
and not where like he jumped out the plane. So to me, he survived and it went somewhere. But th- this whole documentary, they just take you on like an investigation on all these possible people that they think okay. it could be. Because D.B. Cooper wasn't even his real name. The guy was like a bunch of different identities. I saw the first episode. I watched it. It was just, yeah. I love the story, and my nephew's re- obsessed with it. Yeah. I remember you Mad Young being obsessed with that story. That's almost like my nephew's eight years old. You guys remember it. that show, Unsolved Mysteries? Yes. Of course. With yeah. the, the dude in the trench coat in a yep. dark alleyway that's yep. not like Smokey? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yo, I, yo, me and my mom used to watch that show all the time when I was like fucking like mad, like elementary school young. I remember listening to that story on that show and just being like, Dude, blown away by it. That show was so well done. The music, everything. And they tried to redo it, and it was a shell of itself. I, I enjoyed it. Yo, I, I enjoyed uh, it because uh, the story. Yo, cool. what's cool about that show? I like geeked out about it. Uh, it was a couple years ago, but on Amazon Prime, they have all the episodes, and it's the like, old ones. Yeah, the old ones, and with yeah. like new updated updates. Oh, that's dude! That. Uh, you give me something to watch after I finish my GOT uh, binge because the new House of Dragons is coming out. Oh, is that coming out? It's coming yeah. out at the end of August. Oh, so I, nice. I want. I mean, I've seen Game of Thrones, and I didn't really have much to I watch used, over the summer. I used to love when there was like an episode in Long Island because I'm just like, me too, me yeah. too. But I, dude, that would get me. Like, I would get nightmares from some of those shows. Dude, I remember watching that show and seeing things. Yeah, and it used to freak me out. But I would love to watch it again with all the updates. Yeah, that's actually really cool. And the the last pick I'll throw in. Just it's a simple one. The uh, who is Jislaine Matthews on Stars? Oh, I thought you were gonna say Vintage Deluxe. <laughs> <laughs> that should go without saying. That yeah. was. I, I will say. You better so, make that a pick this week. Oh, we'll, we'll make we'll, that we'll my fifth to, pick. Yeah, go on to Jislaine. So Jislaine Matthews, everybody knows, is the one who the uh, she's the one from Hook. She's uh, from our. We said she was uh, Wendy, or not Wendy. Uh, the, take. The fucking the fairy. What's her name? Tinkerbell. <laughs> yeah. You remember how we were saying Epstein was? Yes. Yeah. 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 All right. Yeah. All right. From the that was a from nostalgia, the, nostalgia test, pie, test podcast. Test podcast. Yes, of course. But anyway, it's just all about her, like her, like history and how she got involved with Epstein and her part and her trial and mm-hmm. stuff. It's very interesting. Oh, okay. She's such a piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't she? She just got moved to like. Lower security prison too. Yeah, I don't right. understand what's going on. So she'll be dead soon. Is that? What I think that's what they're they're like insinuating is that she's gonna die. That's yeah. All right. But um, Good. let's talk about vintage deluxe. Yeah, no, you enjoyed so I and I and I and is, I did what it. Is vintage so, deluxe? so I want to go out and say because he so vintage deluxes. We had Kyle Mara on the show. Um, how long ago? Maybe a month ago, if that. Yeah, probably a month ago. And he was talking about a show that uh, a movie that he a short film that he produced. And directed, and B happened to be like an extra in it with a line. Hey, an extra doesn't have a line, okay? I was a main player. Main player. He was a supporting actor. Yeah. And uh, I'm kidding. When I it's say like that. a 10 minute short film. And I was been excited to watch it just because I wanted to good, see I'm you. Good, I'm glad. I started it. One, Kyle's actually a pretty good actor. Very good. He's like, I could see him doing, like, I've seen. I watch a lot of shitty things mm-hmm. and independent stuff, and like he's a good actor. Yeah, I like the simple like the plot. I just I was the ten minutes. I was very entertained into how it all like how it all happened. I'm glad you liked it. Yeah, I it was, thoroughly it was, enjoyed. I, I didn't I think was I was gonna good. like it. Like I thought it was gonna be like. I have this, to check this out. Yeah, watch it. It's, it's it's actually a pretty cool story. Yeah, it's and I, be- I could believe Kyle Mara is a great actor. He's very good. Yeah, like he was good. And very he- handsome guy. I could see yeah, him yeah. like yeah, lead like a rom com. Good looking Kyle yeah. Mara, bro. He was a good actor. 
And I want to hats off to him because I thought it was awesome. I, re- I re- genuinely enjoyed the ten minutes of it. It was great. It was. Uh, it was like it's a pretty it? cool plot. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. It's like simple, and with ten minutes, you're like, "What the fuck could you do in ten minutes?" And like, do and a, lot. a couple of really. A lot. Yeah, you could do a lot. You could, and he did a lot. Like it was a really cool story. And I there thought. was a there was a couple of great comics. Ily Alaskin was in it. I didn't Brown. know any of the other people, so yeah, and that no, was great. Um, so I enjoyed. I enjoyed and watching B, myself. So B is carrying a bed. Was that? It was a. It was a. A, a dresser. Like a dresser. He's moving a dresser with another person, and he's like, "Watch out for the walls." No, that wasn't my. Whatever. Line. What was it? No, you're 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 like disgracing my whole. Oh, say it. So go with it. So I'm carrying a dresser, and I <laughs> and there's a wall there, and I go, "Watch out for the wall." Is that what I just said? <laughs> no, you said watch out for the walls. Okay, sorry. And then she curses him out because she doesn't give a fuck about the wall. Yeah. Uh, it was very good. It was it was enjoyable to be a part of that, and I I'm glad. I, I am I was impressed on how it, like the final when I watched good. the wall. I'm like, wow, this or is actually pretty good. Add it to the chicks picks. I, I will add it to this picks. Um, also, check, where could you see it on YouTube? It's on YouTube. It premiered on it? YouTube okay. this week. Also, check out his other film. Uh, Ill giving. We we went to. Um, you're in that too. No, I'm not in that, but but I think you 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 would like that. Okay. As well, uh, I actually went to a, a, a Long Island Film Fest this weekend, last weekend, for Kyle's Ill giving, uh, and it was a lot of fun. And his film did great in that. And so. if Kyle is listening, I doubt he listens to our show. But if he does, he better listen to the show. Because uh, I'm doing. I want to be pro- an actor in your next movie. Yeah, we'll we'll get you in. I just I don't even care if I have a line. I just want to see myself on the big screen. Now that since we're on the Kyle Mara. Uh, you know, we're giving him his accolades. I also started a new podcast with him about James Bond. I've never seen a James Bond film. Um, Is he like the total opposite where he's yeah, seen he's them all? Yeah, he's seen everyone. Okay. Uh, I think it's called You Can't Watch This Twice. Uh, but, you know, it'll be out in a couple weeks. We already That's filmed. a great idea. Yeah, it's fun. I, <laughs> dude, I've never, I've never watched one James Bond movie in my life. The only one I watched was like a garbage one. And it just like, it turned me off from yeah. watching it. But I know they're like classic. Like I've never they, seen all the old ones. I was all, a GoldenEye fan, and that's about. My, I watched my, the one with Daniel game. Craig. Like you know. Oh, wow! <laughs> wow! I like they're all kind of garbage, but good in a, in like a. I guess it's like one of those. If you like them, you love them. If you don't, if you grew up with them. Yeah. And I just didn't. But watching them back, like the older ones, like some of the misogyny in there is like, how is this a, even possible? But, that's you know, great. It's the seventies and the eighties. But uh, yeah, so check out for that. We're right, a couple nice. episodes in, and uh, and Renee, uh, Renee, thank you for coming on. We appreciate you coming from BK. Yeah, and uh, for having it me. was a pleasure. You're more than welcome to come back whenever you want to promote something. Yeah, dude. Any anything you have, you know, anything you big let you us wanna... know. I appreciate that, man. We're and uh, if you made it this far, guys, we appreciate you guys. Thank you for listening. Write and review, like and subscribe. We are out.